Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Alex Stone Show. This is your host, Alex Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. And yes, I did say every, including the things that people do not like to discuss, such as politics. We live in a corrupt and evil day and age in which January 6th people, people who went to the uh, the Capitol on January 6th, are prisoners because of that. And today we have a J6 political prisoner. Please welcome my friend Derek Evans. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Certainly. Thank you so much for taking time to come uh, on my show. As I just said, you're a January 6th political prisoner. You're also running uh, for United States Congress. Um, And I want to talk about these things. I want to talk about January 6th primarily. Uh, But before we do that, could you give maybe two minutes to talk about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, man. Well, I'm I'm married to my college sweetheart. We've been together about 15 years and the Lord has blessed us with four beautiful children. I have two girls and then two boys and their ages uh, seven and six are the two girls. And I got two boys that are uh, four and two. Uh, so we got our hands full and there's never a dull moment around our house. Um, you know, I, I went to college to be a teacher. I was an educator for a few years. I got into real estate because I didn't want to be associated with everything that was going on in the school system. And uh, as someone who was in the education field for uh, a little while, uh, I now home, uh, not homeschool. I now have my children in a private Christian school because I would never send my children to one of these government schools uh, that we have right now in this country. Um, in 2020, I was elected to the West Virginia State House. I was the first Republican to win my district in over 98 years, won a landslide victory. Uh, but that joy was short-lived as we saw the uh, the presidential election being stolen, not only from President Trump, but from the American people. And so I went to the Capitol and I was peaceful and nonviolent and non-destructive. It's all on video and people can watch it for themselves. I walked through an open set of doors, thanked a police officer for his service. Uh, he gives me a friendly fist bump, inviting me into the building. And I spent less than 10 minutes inside, walked out the same set of doors I entered and found myself in the crosshairs of the weaponized deep state that's going after President Trump. They came up, came to my house. Uh, ripped me away from my wife and my four young children and held me hostage as a political prisoner. I'm the highest ranking government official to be arrested and thrown in prison for peacefully protesting the stolen election. I'm the only elected legislator in the entire country uh, who had the courage to uh, to take a stand that day. And I think that speaks volumes when you think about how many people ran on President Trump's coattails all across this country. And then when it actually came time to stand with the American people and stand against tyranny, they were nowhere to be found. So that kind of leads into where I'm at today uh, because of everything surrounding January 6th. Right. That makes uh, so much sense as uh, to what's going on right now. You said you're the highest ranking elected official to ever be thrown in prison uh, for peacefully protesting and using your First Amendment. Right. Derek, my you know, one of my first questions for you is. You know, they say that there was a riot and it's one of the worst things that happened in the United States history. Um, you were there. What did you see? What actually happened? Yeah. So for anybody who's never been there, I mean, the building's huge. I think it's important for people to understand. I don't know if there's any words to describe 
you know, just how big the building is, not necessarily tall, but I mean, just, just long and everything. And so all the violence and destruction, if you will, that people have seen on the news surrounding January 6th was really contained and isolated to one area on the west side of the building, more specifically the west tunnel area is where all that took place. I was on the east side of the building. So I had a totally different experience. And so when I, back to how big the building is, depending on which side of the building you're on or which corner and what time you were there, people had very different experiences surrounding January 6th. So for me, I didn't see any violence. I didn't see any destruction. I didn't see any any sort of anything that would be, you know, I guess, considered a riot. None of that took place. We had a street preacher there. There were people that were, you know, gospel singing. There were women and children. There were I pushed around a veteran in a wheelchair for part of the day. I mean, it was just a a very patriotic and peaceful day. And so I didn't. In order to get to where that violence was that we've seen on the news uh, during my legal battles, we mapped it out. It was over a half a mile walk to get there. So I had no clue any of those things had taken place. Right. It, it it's a travesty of injustice. I, I was talking about the. Um, you know, the, what's going on in New York with President Trump on a, on a show the other day, and I called it a travesty of injustice. And we see that all over the United States of America today. And this is one of the biggest, uh, most blatant examples of a travesty of injustice, what we see with J6 uh, political prisoners. Um, and, and I've met I've met quite a few. Uh, a couple of years ago, I met a man named Coy Griffin, who's the the founder of of uh, Cowboys for Trump, and uh, and and he got up on stairs, he got up on an a, on a ledge, and he you know used a megaphone or something and started praying. He got arrested for that. If if we're gonna arrest people for using their First Amendment rights, what else are we gonna get arrested for? It's so evil. It's so corrupt. It's so wicked. And if the founding fathers were alive today, I say this, I say this sometimes and, and it, it'll get me in trouble at some point, but I don't, I don't really care. Uh, if the founding fathers were alive today, there would be public hangings for many of these people on the left. That, that's just the reality because they've committed treason against the United States of America. And it's so corrupt. It's so wicked. It's so evil. I just want to read the first amendment for you guys right now. The First Amendment says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Well, right now there is a redress of grievances and we've petitioned the government. We've peaceably assembled. We've used our free speech, but it's been uh, it's been turned around against us. And they're saying that we're evil, that we're Marxists, that we're Nazis, and that we all need to go to prison because of it, because we're showing our love for the United States of America. I've never seen anything like this, Derek. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And first, you know, Coy is the only other elected official arrested for January. Me, me and him are the only two elected officials in the entire country who, to get arrested and thrown in prison. And if you think about it, there's over 3,000 counties in this country, and each one has multiple county commissioners. And Coy Griffin is the only one who had the courage to stand up that day. So he's a true patriot, uh, and I'm, I'm proud to, to stand beside of him in that. And, you know, to your point about the Constitution or freedom of speech, it's really important. I think this is a, a context that most people have either forgotten or maybe they never knew it. But it's important for people to remember that 
we our rights do not come from the government. Our rights come from God, our creator. And the Constitution was really written for one reason and one reason only. And it was written to prevent the government from infringing on our natural God-given rights. And I think it's important for people to remember, there's so many people out there, I think, walking amongst us today who believe that um, the government gives us the freedom to do that or the government allows us to do that. No, no, no. We have natural inalienable rights. And the Constitution was written to prevent the government from infringing on those rights. So I think it's important context that people need to need to be reminded of. Well, thank you for that context. And I, I certainly agree with you. We all need to understand that. We all need to know that because right now what we see in the United States of America is a lack of understanding of the founding documents for the United States of America. People don't understand. People don't know the Constitution. People don't know or understand uh, the, the uh, Bill of Rights. People don't understand these things because they haven't taken time out of their day to actually go uh, research and study what our, uh, what our country was founded upon. And we need that now more than ever, because if we don't have that, if we don't have education on our Constitution, we're going to lose our country. I believe that uh, very, very clearly. I want to transition uh, from the January 6th stuff. Um, talk about your run for Congress. You know, When did you decide to run? Why are you running? Uh, and what are you going to do as a United States Congress member uh, from the state of West Virginia? Yeah, well, first, I never had any desire to run for federal office. In West Virginia, it's very unique. We have a, what's called citizen legislators. So I was elected to the state house, but it's only a 60-day session. And so uh, in addition, you know, to, to being involved in local and state politics, you can still be a normal citizen and a normal husband and a father and, and you know, be a soccer coach and football coach and all these things. And I, I wanted to protect my family from the nastiness of the, the national media and the politics of that. But, you know, after they came to my house and ripped me away and, and just drug our family through the mud throughout January 6th, kind of looked around and said, you know, we everything I wanted to protect my family from and everything I wanted to avoid has already happened at this point. And then you you slowly realize that most of the people in Congress don't have the courage to stand up and fight back against the tyranny we find ourselves living under. And so I got I became frustrated with the lack of help from our elected officials uh, throughout my journey of fighting for my freedom. And so uh, it kind of just dawned on me and said, you know what, this I've got a very unique experience um, and I need to take that and, and use that and take it and run for Congress to help bring that you know, that personal experience of uh, of the weaponized government, which I believe is one of the most important issues in our country right now, and use that experience, use that knowledge to help save our country. Uh, and then obviously I want to, um, you know, we got to secure our borders and we got to unleash American energy, which is, um, you know, going to really help with inflation and and so many other things, our economy. Uh, and then, and then I'm, I'm also very passionate about school choice and I'm very passionate about uh, uh, ending the medical tyranny that's taken place in this country, not just through COVID, but the big pharma has been able to been been given the the green light to do whatever they want to, if you will, and it's very hard to hold them accountable. Uh, and people want to talk about reparations and all that. I, I think that the people who've been uh, you know suffering, who are suffering from vaccine injuries, should get reparations from big pharma if we're going to talk about reparations in this country. Wow. Oh well, I, I'm I'm very glad that you are running for Congress. Speaking of of Congress, have has anyone in the United States Congress uh, actually done something to help January six pr political prisoners, or are they just giving uh, a bunch of stuff on Twitter to make themselves famous uh, for something flashy that they said? Well, I mean, there has been some some flashy discussions. Louis Gohmert was the best, in my opinion. He's no longer there. He retired. He's a true patriot. And you know, we've had a few members who have uh, who. 
who've, who've went to the jails and and all those things. And I believe they're sincere in in those uh, in those actions uh, for sure. But you know, it's definitely not enough. And I get I understand they get their hand they have their hands full. I also understand that it's one thing to read about something; it's another thing to actually personally experience uh, something. And so I don't think that. I don't think until recently when they started really going after President Trump, and now we know that they've not just President Trump, they're going after parents who speak out at school board meetings. They're going after the people who make memes on social media, um, pro-life activists out on out on sidewalks. I think that people are just now starting to see what, you know, unfortunately myself and so many others in the January 6th community saw in 2021. Uh, and that is, you know, that we truly have this a uh, weaponized uh, government right now who's who's labeled all Trump supporters as, you know, the MAGA as domestic terrorists and are treating us as such. And so I think that they're starting to wake up to it. But once again, I just don't think you don't know what you don't know. No, you're exactly right. I was going to mention that what you just said about uh, the Department of Justice labeling us all MAGA people as a as a domestic terrorist. You put on your Twitter X the other day. Uh, wow, DOJ targets Trump supporters on Twitter, demands list of all users who retweeted, liked, or mentioned President Trump's Twitter account. Yesterday, it was J6 prisoners such as myself. Today, they're going after Trump. Tomorrow, they are coming after every single conservative. And that is just the cold, hard, stone cold truth. That is what's happening right before our very eyes. And they are trying to come after you and me today in the 21st century because we support President Donald Trump. And I have one thing to say to the DOJ is come get me because I'm not backing down for my support for President Trump. President Trump is the greatest president that the United States of America has ever had. Unfortunately, his presidency was stolen from him. Unfortunately, he had an administration that was against him. Unfortunately, he had uh, people in Congress and people in the Senate that were totally against him, trying to fight everything uh, from him uh, so that he could uh, have his power lessened. People like John McCain, people like Mitt Mitt Romney, etc., etc. It's evil. It's corrupt. But we can fight back. You and me today, we can fight back in the 21st century. We can use our First Amendment right while we still have it. And while we do that, it starts to awake people around the world, around the United States of America. And I believe that we can have that only if you and me, if you and I get involved today in the 21st century. General Flynn says this all the time. Local action leads to national impact. And we've seen that happen right before our very eyes today uh, in the past couple of years in the United States of America. So my petition to every single one of you is go get involved in your city council. Go get involved in your school board. Go get involved uh, in your hospital board. That's a thing. Uh, Go get involved in whatever uh, aspect you can get involved and make a difference for the better for the United States of America, because if we don't, we're going to lose our country. Amen, man. Goodness gracious. You, you just, you, I think you said it perfectly. And, you know, it's important. They, they did steal the 2020 election. And, you know, the day that I got out of prison, I literally put out a video and a statement that is exact that very day and said, look, you guys stole the election and you threw me in prison for having the courage to stand up against it. But no amount of prison will change the fact that you stole the election from the American people and the Biden regime is illegitimate. Now, the reason they did that was they wanted to use myself and so many others as an example to put fear into the American people and say, look, if you want to stand up to the tyranny that you find yourselves living under, this is what's going to happen to you. So sit down, shut up and accept the tyranny. That is why I travel this country. I speak out on and and my 
personal story and answer questions and just warn people about the weaponization of government that's taking place because I can't get that time back with my family. I can't get back those moments I missed out on. I can't get back any of the money that we lost. But what I can do is wake up every single day and I can refuse to allow them to use use me as an example to put fear into the American people. So my message to the American people is, I'm just an average guy from Southern West Virginia. I took one on the chin from one of the most powerful corrupt governments in the history of the world. I got up, I dusted my britches off. I'm still standing and I'm still fighting to save this country. And if I can do that, then you can do that. And then the last thing that you said is about our freedom of speech. Our founding fathers were genius. They put it as the first amendment for a reason. It's the most powerful, peaceful way that we can stand up and fight back against the tyranny that we find ourselves living under. I hear people all the time, I'm afraid to do it because I'll be put on a list. You're already on a list. If you are registered as a Republican, it just came out recently. If you if you followed President Trump on Twitter, if you ever locked any of his posts on there, you retweeted it or you commented or any of those things, you are on a list already. So embrace it, own it, and go be bold and speak out. Amen. Derek, thank you so much for coming on. God bless you for what you're doing. Uh, how is your race going? It's going great, man. We uh, we have not spent a single dollar in our campaign yet. Uh, we're polling it over uh, at 45% against a six-year Rhino incumbent, which is the closest race in the entire country for someone challenging an incumbent in a primary race. Uh, we've been endorsed by General Flynn, Mike Lindell, Veterans for Trump. I've got a few more that we're working on right now. And so things are things are rock and roll. We're raising money. We've got over 4,000 donors uh, so far, uh, just American patriots across the country. And I tell everybody, look, this is not my campaign. This is our campaign. What You talk about wanting to send a message to the establishment. You help elect a January 6th political prisoner into Congress. Uh, I'm not going to just represent my district here in West Virginia. I'm going to stand on the national stage beside of President Trump, and I'm going to beat the drum of freedom, not only for West Virginia, but for every single God-fearing American conservative across this country. That's amazing. I just want to comment on, on you know, you did get that General Flynn endorsement. And I want to read uh, what he said about you in the graphic that I'm looking about uh, looking at right now. He says, Derek Evans has risked more than just about every American in his fight for Donald Trump election integrity in the America First movement. I have no doubt his loyalty and determination to wage the battles against communism's strong and evil hold on many of uh, American institutions will never wane. Uh, you know, when General Flynn believes in someone or something, he truly believes in that person. He truly believes in that thing. And so, Derek, he truly believes in you that you're going to go to Congress and you're going to make a difference. You're going to beat the drum of freedom and it's going to make a ripple effect across the United States. It's going to make a ripple effect uh, across the United States Congress. And man, I believe in you, too. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Congress one day, brother. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm so humbled to have the support of you know, General Flynn and so many patriots across the country, man. I think that people right now are just so frustrated. They're tired of the do-nothing Republicans. They're tired of all the talk. And and I get there's been a lot of people come before me who said, oh, I'm, I'm going, I'm different. Vote me in. I'm different. But the difference in myself and them is I've already been voted in. I could have done what every other legislator in the country did, which was uh, just send out mean, uh, you know, sh- harshly, strongly worded tweets and, and 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 fundraising emails surrounding the stolen election. But I chose to go stand with the American people. I've already done that. I've already proven that I'm not going to turn into a politician. I'm a patriot and we have too many politicians in, in uh, politics. We need to get some more patriots involved in politics. That's exactly right. Derek, thank you so much for coming on my show. Guys, if you go to my pillow 
stonewall.com and use promo code stonewall, S-T-O-N-E-W-A-L-L. You can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. I have my Mike Lindell bobblehead right above me. Uh, He is a man who loves the country. He's a man who loves freedom. He loves patriotism. He loves God. Uh, And so he wants to give you this product uh, at a discounted rate. My pillows are amazing. I have like five or six of them. Uh, They're phenomenal. I have their slippers. Uh, Those are amazing. I have four pairs of those. Uh, I have their towel sets, uh, gorgeous green, emerald green uh, towel sets. They're all amazing. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code STONEWALL, and you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Derek, for coming on my show. God bless you all, and goodbye. Mike Lindell and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard My Pillow now only 19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, Family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.